Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello everyone. This is Our Wondrous World with Helena Steiner Hunz. I'm so happy to be with you again. It's been a little while, but you know, I am always there some way, one way or the other. And here we are, almost summer, at least in this wonderful part of the world where I'm right now, in sunny Florida. This spring has been absolutely out of this world. It's been one day after the other, one week after the other of this gorgeous, glorious beautiful weather. So thank you, our wondrous world, for what you have to offer us. There is so much out there that we can discover and find yet again. So this is Helena Steiner-Hornstein, and uh, the theme today is about healing, as if this was something new, you know, (laughs) I'm called a healer. And uh, basically, this is what I usually come back to. And uh, I promised also some kind of extraordinary cases. And I have this thing that I forget when I work because I work with channeled information and the method, the process, everything is channeled. But if it is the case at the end of the day, yes, I remember it and I take it with me to my memory bank. And one case that I kind of just got to think about was uh, it happened in Sweden, just to show, you know, what power is all about. And I was giving a lecture in the city of Stockholm, right in the center of town in a very big conference hall. And uh, there were hundreds of people there. And among the audience, there was a young woman, well, for me, young, was she in her 30s or in her 20s, but she was a young, active woman. And she had what we call in Europe, many European languages, druma, which is, uh, it's a growth that you have on your neck, and it comes from your thyroid, and was kind of visible on the neck which was, of course, not very nice for her, and it troubled her in many ways. So it was going to be operated on just a week after she came to my lecture. So in the lecture, I did my usual so-called healing meditation, which I'm going to do in a little while in this show also. And she was one of the participants, like everyone else. She closed her eyes and listened to my voice and was part of the process that was then all around her. And afterwards, after the the lecture was over, which was probably about 9 o'clock in the evening, she went back home and eventually went to bed. In the middle of the night, she wakes up and feels awful. She needs to go and throw up. And she throws up a lot. And she was surprised because she hadn't really eaten that much. But she threw up. In the morning, she wakes up looks at herself in the mirror and sees her growth had disappeared. It was not there anymore. And immediately she was thinking about the healing meditation where she had been active, of course, in the meditation, and thought, 
this was it. She went to the doctor. She was supposed to go anyway for a checkup before her surgery. And it, of course, was gone all through. There were no signs of this particular growth. It had disappeared forever. And I see this, and I had a little girl who came to to my office in Europe somewhere, and uh, she had been treated for cancer and was, you know, sick with a cancer tumor in her body. I didn't even ask where, because it's none, in many ways, it's none of my concern. I'm not going to give medication, and I'm not going to cut, cut her up in any way. So I just gave this little girl love and light, talking to her and her mother just naturally. They went back home. When the girl came back home into her, you know, her house, and she went to the bathroom and threw up big time and was lying down afterwards and fell asleep after that moment when she woke up again her cancer was actually gone and the mother said it had to be after this treatment or whatever we had been doing what had I been doing I was sending this love and light energy this white light to her Actually, she had it already in her, like we all do, but I was just a tool to activate it in her, and that was the difference. And another case, in fact, this is not the case of my action. It's just a case, a well-known case, and this was the man who uh, went to the doctor. He didn't feel that great. And they said, well, you're not in a good shape. And, and that was the fact, of course. And they said, well, you know, I have my business and uh, I go to parties a lot and I drink maybe a lot, but I have a good time. And he got the evaluation afterwards that he, he was dying. His cancer was in, in his liver. He had a cancerous liver, and it was in his final stages. They just gave him weeks to live. And they said, well, we will treat you, but, you know, you have to stop drinking and you have to rest more. And he got so angry, more or less yelled at them, screw you, I'm not going to stop drinking. That's the only fun I have. I'm working so hard. (laughs) And walked out of their office, never to see them again, But a few years later, for some reason, or if it was an insurance case or whatever, he went to the doctor again, and of course he had no cancer. What he did, automatically, he activated that power within him that we all have and just let it go, you know, let it act its way. He wanted to have a good time. He didn't stop drinking, by the way. He didn't stop his lifestyle. He just got angry, saying, no, I'm going to live. I'm not stopping here. I'm only 50 years old. Hell with those people, you know. And a good, healthy anger I've seen work wonders. It just activates your own healing ability. So you saw a couple of cases there, and they are in many ways extraordinary. They are in many ways miracles, but are they really? Because I want to tell you something. I believe we all have a certain quality about us. 
a quality of incredible determination. This is a power within us that I call the white light. The power of the white light within us. And yes, you too, you have it. And all that I do is I activate that healing power within you. And somehow, you know, it works. How does it work? Why does it work? Because you're open for it. If you come to me and say, oh, no, I don't believe in this. I'm going to prove that this is not working. You are already putting yourself on a slide to go downhill. And you know some people do that. I had another case, and that was uh, a, a man in his, I would say, in his 30s. Good-looking, wealthy, you know, had everything. And he had Hodgkin's disease. He had uh, had it before, so this was the second time it came back. He'd had the chemotherapy before. It had gone away, and now it had returned. And they said to him, you have to go through this again, or you won't have much time because now it's more aggressive. We have to work on it more seriously. And he couldn't imagine himself having to go through this. A friend of his told uh, him about me. And um, so he came to me and he sat down in my leather sofa I have in the office. And um, he said, you know, I feel so bad. But I saw you in your lecture and I liked what you said. And... uh, I want to get well, but, you know, I'm not sure I believe in all this. But you can do anything you want. I'm here, you know, (laughs) do what you can. And he seemed very positive about that. And, you know, I like that kind of talk. I like it better than someone who comes, you know, I believe in you and I'm going to make sure that it works for you. That's not it. It's not me. It works for me. You know, of course it works for me. I'm a tool. It goes right through me to the person. So the magic formula is you have to be able to receive. And this man, let's call him Ted, he uh, had actually studied studied medicine once upon a time, but uh, he had left that because he, 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 he couldn't quite go along with it for some reason, he said. It was not that he was believing in natural methods. It was just that it it seemed somehow too chemical for him. So anyway, so I worked on him. And I told him, well, come back another time. Come back later in the week, and I just need to give you even more light. And when he came back the second time, he... uh, he felt so much better, and he said, God, you know, I went home, and I cooked dinner, and I rearranged my furniture, and I felt really good. So do whatever you want to do. I have an appointment with my doctor in a couple of days, so that's fine. Let's work on this. And we gave him more light, and he walked back home feeling great, actually. went back to the doctor a few days later. The, doctors, the doctor took the test, and... Uh, called him up 
after the tests were finished. They said, well, there's something wrong with our test machinery here. I don't know, it's a lab, something's wrong. You have to come back because we didn't see anything. And Ted kind of laughed at himself. He said, well, it must be Helena. <laughs> and was very positive and went back and it still didn't work. The test didn't show anything. So he said, you know, okay, I'm well then, aren't I? And the doctor said, well, maybe you didn't have cancer. That's how they, you know, after they've taken all the tests in the beginning and confirmed to him, oh, you have to have all these aggressive treatments. Now they suddenly say, oh, maybe you didn't have it. Hey, what goes? Anyway, he recovered fully. He met a girl. I officiated at their wedding. It was a beautiful wedding, lots of fun people. I had a good time. He had a good time. He's still alive now today. They have a couple of children, and his life is moving on. This was years ago. What did I do? I, in quote, I just kind of activated his own healing power because within us again, we have an incredible determination, a power of determination within us. And yes, you too have that. So be determined, you know, when you want to get well. Don't have any doubt. Don't have to go, you don't have to go to a doctor to check up that it works because you know already that it works. If you go to the doctor, it's just because they call you in and you go anyway and so on. But, you know, don't go to the doctor to just see if this works. It's that if that I want you to forget. And you hear about these things, about miracles all the time, don't you? But you let it fly right over your head, just like we all do. And you kind of disappear into the land of indifference, as if you didn't care. But of course you can. It just means you have to relax and trust because we care so much. We just have this thing that we don't believe. It's so easy. It's so easy to be connected with this so-called higher ability that you have within you, the shiny light that is your very, very best friend. I have this formula It's like a mantra that I repeat to myself and I teach others too. And you can remember it now. Within me, there is a place that knows all and sees all. And that place is called I am the light. And now let's repeat this little formula again. Within me, there is a place that knows all and can do everything. This is my higher self, my inner light. How you put these words, it doesn't matter as long as you know that you have this power within you called I am the light. This is what Jesus said. I am the light, the way and the truth. I am the light is 
the way and the truth. You see, it's so magical what we already have within you and with all of us. This is what you hear in classes you pay a lot of money for and what you read in all these books. This is what everyone is trying to say, that we have this incredible power within us called I Am, the Light. It comes back and comes back, and again we let we let it just disappear into the vast land of the indifference, as if we don't understand it. But of course we do. And those books are written by good, knowledgeable people, and those classes are often given by people who know. Of course, there are those who know these, but they don't live this principle and just want your money, I tell you. But to you, to actually do the actual healing. You don't have to study much. You just have to go deeper into your trust. And before you can do it, first you believe. You have to believe and trust and trust and trust again and again. You know, it just takes a little effort sometimes to get over your doubt and just to focus on the good stuff. So even if you study all these things, you have to live it and put in the knowledge into you and install it into you. And that can be, you know, a little bit more of an effort. I remember way back after I had graduated from some kind of schooling, let's just put it that, uh, and my proud parents had uh, invited people to a little reception at our home. And as we were toasting in champagne, and my father was big on these things, he he made a speech. My My father made this speech, and he told everyone that he had never seen me study much. So he was actually surprised it worked out so well. (laughs) You know, I was a little bit hurt by that because I had studied a lot and deeply and gone through many things and actually looked up referral works and everything and put a lot of effort into it. But my thing was, I had never complained about my efforts. I just had decided this was something that I was going to enjoy. And I had also decided everything was going to be all right and that the right questions were going to come my way. And this is exactly the way it is in your own healing process. This is the same with you. Take it for granted Skip all doubt and keep going. Make your words suiting you. You know, make it so everything suits you. I have had to change sentences in the printing material sometimes just so it would sink into my brain because some of those sentences were created by different brains and different minds and they were intellectual. I am very spiritual. I like my sentences to look a different way. 
And that's why that when I write things to you in my newsletters or to you in my books or in, to you, you know, when I prepare before a, a class, I use very simple words. My God, I'm so simple. People think it means nothing. But you know, the truth is always very, very simple. And when you speak the truth, you are connected to that higher power that knows all, absolutely all and all and everything, that is so clear and simple. It's so crystal clear. So you don't need all those intellectual words. And I cannot stand it when those guys come and give their classes and they come up with all those intellectual words. I said, what are they saying? That's not the way you feel it in your heart. Don't you feel anything in your heart? It's there. This is what you have to share with everyone. It has to come from your heart. You know, I've had people come to me and they have said straight out, give me the formula, tell me the words, how do I do this? And sometimes they get very angry, and particularly, you know, those intellectuals. And I, God, I'm an intellectual myself. I shouldn't blame anyone else for being that. But to be intellectual doesn't mean you have to forget your heart, because your intellect functions the best when it goes through the heart first. First. Yes, it has to go in through your heart first. So when they say this, give me the formula, give me the words, I just think, oh my God, oh, this is wrong, 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 wrong. There is no secret formula. But yes, again, there is a secret formula. Of course, the secret formula is trust. T U T R U S T. Trust. T R U S T trust 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 that higher power you know people trust me and believe I am doing this no I am trusting the power and that trust is being installed into you and you are positive about it you take it for granted and you take for granted that everything is all right and that's why it works. Everything is all right. You know, there's a Caribbean song out there. Everything is all right. And, you know, we all have a little song within us. Sing it to you. Sing the words. Within me there is a light. It knows all. It is my best friend. Sing it out loud and let it just kind of go through you. And let that song shine like a light within you. There is something in your heart that you connect with and set into motion when you're happy. And maybe even more so when you happily sing a song. 
Well, if you are significant other doesn't like it, go to another room, turn on music and sing along. Find a way, but don't stop singing. I say this about if your significant other doesn't like your song. I, all my men in my life have always said to me, Helena, please don't sing. <laughs> they didn't like my singing voice. And it's true, I have never been famous for my singing voice. <laughs> it was simply not the strength. Although in my dreams, do you know, in my dreams I sing. I sing beautifully. And that is the place where I allow myself to sing. And in the shower. And when I'm alone, I sing. I love singing. You know, it, it's kind of good for me. It's good for you. So um, remember, when I started my calling as a healer, without even knowing it, or without even knowing what I was doing, because I had a completely different career in mind, I hadn't even heard of the word healer or medical intuitive before. Others told me they had been healed after they'd been with me, and they spoke to others about it, and they sent me people. And others started to call me a healer. You know, many years ago, there was a very vicious Canadian talk host who kind of was so rude to me and kind of called me self-appointed healer. I couldn't believe why did this man who didn't know anything about me start to insult me and the healing trade like this. No, others had seen me do it. Others started to call me this. So I only tell you this so you can understand that because you're a healer, not everyone is on your side. Oh, 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 no, not at all. On the contrary, you might get lots of enemies. I tell you, I have seen it happen, and that's why I'm getting so suspicious. I don't do healing over the radio anymore. I do it over the telephone and over Skype every day with someone in the world because it really works long distance. You can have it done also. So what is it? How is it that it really, really works? Because according to quantum physics, according to science, everything is here and now. All of us is energy. All of us is vibrational frequency, vibrational energy in a large field of energy where everything vibrates with its own frequency. And, yes, I dare say I must have a higher frequency than most who don't do this. And I can pull you into my field of energy, and there together we are connecting with this utmost highest energy called I am the light which is the universal power. And that universal power also exists within us. And this is what it means to be created in the image of God. 
a white light. I see this as the God energy, absolutely unconditional power, and I believe in that power so strongly. Have you read my book, Constant Awakening? Constant Awakening. Constant Awakening, meaning we keep on awakening. We keep on opening up. Order that book if you haven't read it yet on Amazon.com or in your closest bookstore. It's distributed by Ingram. You can get it anywhere. All your book dealer has to do is just go to Ingram and they know how to do that. It's a book distributor. So you will learn so much just reading that book. And I hear it all the time. It was actually now recently uh, winning an award. You know, it was a finalist in the 2015 USA Best Book Award. I'm so honored. But, you know, now the world is beginning to awaken to these things. And it's happening all over. More and more people are realizing that we have a power within us and we can help ourselves. We can also help others. It's harder to work on yourself, of course. But it's also working. I wouldn't have been alive today if I had not used this power for a couple of conditions I had had or just following the intuitive power that was given to me at the time. So, there is something now that's going on in the world, and that is the new frequency. And that's why you see the polarities. Look at this place, uh, you know, called politics. Look at the candidates, you know, the extremes on both sides. In America, the you know, the one party, the politicians, I mean, what are they, the, the, the Republicans and the Democrats, you have extremes on both sides and people are going to them, particularly the young crowds who never voted before. And listen to this, believing that now, oh yes, they will solve my problems. But oh no, the problem you solve within you and you shine out the solution. This is what it is. You are the solution. Yeah, you are. I had one man telling me, well, that's easy to say, to take off the responsibility for yourself. Ah, I get so tired of these reasonings that you have out there. You are part of the solution. It doesn't matter if you're going through a divorce or money problem, particularly money problem. If you have money problems, you are part of the solution as you are part of the problem. Get going. Get going. And I tell you this just to show you there is a process activated by a power that's higher than your own physical ego. Your ego can be high or low. Look at the the candidate now, particularly for one of the parties, who has an ego that is wow. <laughs> and people fall for it. You know, of course, you have the freedom. You have the freedom within yourself. 
to be the one you are and always to go for what you believe is right. And we all have that ego. And what I'm saying is, your ego shall not be low. Let it be high. It's better for you. You feel much better about yourself if you allow your ego to be on the high side. So don't try to downgrade yourself because there might be a plan for you where you're supposed to be big time. And you have this inner guidance within you called I am the light that is there for you at all times to help you. Yes, there is this inner guidance. And it was there through the eternity. Do you know there is an inner guidance that's working for you right now? It might have been there through many, many lifetimes. This is what happened to me. This is why I'm doing what I'm doing. There was absolutely no wish in my lifetime before that to go out and be a healer. Yes, I was born with these powers. I could see through people. I saw their organs and I saw angels and I spoke to spirits and I spoke to dead people and I could actually stretch my hand towards the person and they got well just through that. I didn't know this was my my purpose. In fact, I worked against it and through my up, you know, in my years growing up, I worked against it and deliberately forgot it and just pushed it away into the big unknown of myself. But, you know, whatever goes, we have that within us, within us all called, I am, I am, I am the power, I am the white light, I was created in the image of this white light. Who is the white light? Is the power of loving God and the light shining around this loving God power. You can create it the way that suits you. I never believed man was, you know, God was a man up in the sky. Those were the years when I became an atheist a very strong and believing atheist. I couldn't believe in that. It didn't fit me. I always believed in a higher power. And I saw that power as white light because, you know, I like light. It's nicer to be in the light than to be in the darkness. Although when you have a nice little intimate dinner with someone, it's nicer to have it a little dimmed down, of course. But otherwise... I like to see what's going on. I don't like to hide things in the darkness. And then when you turn on the light, you can see it. (laughs) Of course. You know, the best healing results that I've had have actually happened very quickly. It's like, it just goes like that. We have been so conditioned in our human limitation that when you do something you have to do it for a long time yeah at times you do but the actual true spontaneous healing happens like zoop 
I've done this a lot and I had to sit and talk to them before and after so they believed they got value for their money. And I love to do that. But you know, the actual healing is just shoop. And that's why with you, when you have been given this healing energy, don't put the doubt back. Don't sit and feel, oh, I wonder if she did it right. I wonder if I did it right. I wonder if I received anything. Of course you did. Of course you received it. Take it for granted. So it can happen that this incredible healing session that you've had can just disappear because of you putting the doubt in or your surroundings. Oh, those quacks out there. That's just nonsense. You should have kept your money, you know, and put it into something else instead. Of course, if you don't trust it, you're not strong enough for that. It doesn't work. Nothing works. If you're going to stand on the stage and sing in front of an audience and you believe, oh, it's not going to work, it doesn't work, and don't goof, you don't even sing a single tone. So remember that if you want to be receptive for any of your wishes, just open up to that white light. This is the universal secret power to open up for whatever, not only healing, but for success, for success in your love life. Don't walk around and say, oh, nothing's going to happen with me. I'm too ugly. I'm too old. I'm too this. You know, I'm too poor. Hey, money doesn't do it. You know, some of the richest people I've gone out with have been the most boring people that have absolutely nothing to offer me or the world except for their money. Well, take me out for dinner. That's nice. But you have nothing else. Start to improve your inner self. And you might have something more to offer. And you guys who think, oh, I have nothing to offer. I have no money. Start to dress yourself nicely and smile and offer your charm. And say, oh, now I'm good enough. And you guys, your girls also, the same thing. When you say, oh, I'm not pretty enough. And say, oh, yes, of course. Just take care of yourself, you know. Comb your hair. Make yourself look good. And that is another one of those extraordinary healing results I had with a woman. She had a cancer right in the center of her face. And was just going to take her face away. Well... You know, that would, of course, be deadly. And she came to me with a big, I don't know what it was, like a big band-aid over her face. And she said, shall I take it off and show you? And I said, why? I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in the future. And she started to complain. She cried, and I said something, well, Be happy. Don't sit and cry every day about your life. That doesn't help you with this, you know, face you have and and complain about that. But I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. She said about everything. And I just calmly said, so am I. So are we all. We just don't know it yet. 
but evidently, do you want to die? No, 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 I don't want to die. I want to live to get back. And I'm sorry, I have to make such a spectacle, you know, such a theater of it. But, you know, you have to use your sense of humor in this field. I have to use it. You have to use it. So what did I do with her? I said, well, first of all, make yourself look pretty. Oh, but how can I do this with this face? I said, comb your hair. You haven't even brushed your hair today. Oh, but I'm real know. And she kept on complaining. And, and I gave her more or less little hell, saying, well, brush your hair. Put on some makeup here on the eyebrows and your eyes and show your pretty eyes. And you forget the rest of the face, or people forget the rest of your face. It's just a band-aid. It's very large, half your face. But you can kind of get over it and dress yourself pretty and put some jewelry on you and nice shoes, you know. And I said all those things. And I said, come back on, you know, next, next Monday. And she came back a few days. And she got, of course, a lot of light in that session. We did an hour with music and happy words. And she came back on the next Monday, and she looked so nice. She still had that big Band-Aid in her, in her face. And she looked pretty. You know, her hair looked good and everything else. And uh, I probably have told you this story because it's such a big story, at least for me. Uh, and she was pretty. She was dressed in a nice outfit. Everything was fine. And she said, you know, I had to call up my doctor because after you called my my wound, my cancer started to ooze out all that black stuff. And the doctor just told me to switch the bandages all the time. And I did. And, you know, it has almost disappeared. And this is wonderful. And we did another session with light and love and she was happy and you know when and I said I'm sorry I have to yell at you but you have to understand you have to be positive in this you have to get rid of all that darkness around you and you do that the darkness is in your behavior and in your attitude and so I know I know and we continued and I never heard from her again until a couple of years later I was giving a lecture in Florida, and I saw this woman among the audience. I saw her enter the room, and she sat somewhere in the middle. And she wore a beautiful, fitting, nice fitting dress, you know, to show her curves and her body shapes. And she wore a hat. And I think it might even—I mean, she was almost overdoing it. I mean, she everything matched, and she looked so great. And after the lecture. When I asked people, do you have any questions? She stood up, and she was actually in the center of the room. And this was a very large room, uh, a lecture room. And she said, I am, and she said her name. And I can say Mary. It wasn't her name. I'm Mary. And I said, hello, Mary. I had never seen the woman before, I was sure. And she said, oh, evidently you don't remember me. But, you know, I came to you. I had cancer in my face. And the doctor said, well, there's nothing they could do except for covering it up. And 
here I am. I have no look at me, she said, and look at me. <laughs> and she told everyone, oh, she gave me hell, and I gave me such hell, you know, that I have to sh- shape up and do this. And she said she got angry at first. Of course, who wouldn't? But she said, I listened. And I went out and I started to buy new clothes. And I held them up and I looked at them and said, I wonder if Helena would look like She's such a classy lady. I wonder if she would like this. And she started to change her whole wardrobe and change everything. And, of course, the cancer disappeared. She never went back to the, then to the doctor again because there was no need for it. She looked good and still looked good. So, and then she sat down, and I was just amazed. And we went on to different conversations. And one of my clients had brought her boyfriend to sit in the audience. And she told me when she came back to me, and she said her boyfriend had been so skeptical. And said, of course, Helena placed her there just to, to have someone say something good, you know, to sell more tickets, so to speak. And I get again so infuriated with those skeptics who just without any proof at all and without knowing anything, they have to look at the bad side. So when they get sick, are they coming to me? Oh, well, maybe they do, maybe they don't. Maybe they most likely don't. But this is, you know, the way it is out there, that we so much accept the negative first instead of the positive first. So I would like to just end this. We have, you know, you know, this hour has gone so fast. So I was just going to say, you are the boss of your body. You are the boss of your life. No one else. Stand up for what you are. And know that consciously you have to be positive. And that goes down to the subconscious of yours. So that gets to be into a positive state, altered state. So now, this is the whole thing. Know that within you there is a God flame of the highest good. And this is the formula that even Jesus talked about when he said, I am the light. He also said, you can do what I do even more so. And I'm going to talk about that next time we meet. And we will meet again soon. So have a wonderful time, and we are now going to do my healing meditation. And I'm using, with gratitude and permission, Stephen Halpern's beautiful healing music. He's fantastic. StephenHalpern.com or inner peace music. And he has so many beauty. He is the biggest one in the field. And I have to promote him because he's been around since day one, over 60 years, I think, in this field. And, oh, is it 60? Oh, is it he has done 60 albums, and he's been for decades. Uh, he's now my age. And that means we are way, 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 way up there. So we have been around since the beginning of this field. So now begin to relax and relax and relax. 
I am Helena Stein Hornstein, giving you a meditation of the highest good for your highest good. Thank you for being with me today. And know that within you there is a place that knows all and sees all and even hears all. This is your higher self, that God flame within you. And you take a deep breath and you feel a power within you that slowly, slowly relaxes your body from your feet up through your legs in your knees and into your thighs and up into your hips. A relaxing feeling going, going through your spine all through your spine and you are now getting into the higher mode of yourself more and more and more clearly yes you know who you are you are a spiritual being a powerful spiritual being living a human experience and your whole body is now relaxed from your feet through your legs up through your body into your shoulders and arms and hands and your neck your spine is strong completely strengthened with the light shining through it and now in your mind I'm saying clear clear brushing off any disturbing thoughts and now you allow your heart to take over you create the feeling of love in your heart and this feeling of love it's going through your whole being. You are in love. You are in love with this power of the light that is working within you right now. I am. I am power. And you feel it and you take a deep, deep breath right now. I am power. I am power, power, power. Yes, I am power. You know who you are. You are a powerful being, full of loving light. And in this loving light, there is no place for darkness. Woof! 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 We throw out all blockages. Everything that has blocked you. And now you shine with this powerful white light all throughout your body, in your hands, 
in your shoulders, in your chest, in your stomach, in your liver, in your spleen, in your pancreas, in your kidneys. I am of delight. I am of power. I'm getting used to being a spiritual being. And this power has now kind of settled down within you. The power of the light is now part of the one that you are. I am the light. I am the light. I am the white light. And I shine with this powerful white light. And suddenly, way up in the sky above you, a ray of light is descending through the sky. And I see sparkles of stars around this ray of light that's coming down over you. And you feel this incredible power of the light. You feel it shining within you. I am of the light. I am an incredible, incredible, powerful child of the light, a child of God. All the powers have been activated within me. And I shine now. Yes, you know who you are. You are a spiritual being. Now, being back in the mode of being your true self. You are a child of the light. You were created in the image and power of that light. And you take a deep breath. This is so wonderful. So absolutely wonderful. And now you feel as if you are walking on a road. The road is a yellow road. A yellow brick road. Really yellow, yellow. Clear yellow brick road. And they go forward. You walk forward. And you're stretching out your right hand towards a light that you see at the horizon. You almost feel the power of this white light shining at the horizon. You are so grateful for being part of this world this wondrous world where you have the possibility to use your own godly powers. And you feel how the power of the light is shining completely 
completely over you. I am of the above and the beyond. I belong to the above and beyond. All the powers of the above and the beyond are part of my life. And you feel how one wave after the other is coming towards you and how you love the touches of these waves of the light. I am a powerful being. You feel it. You know it. I am a powerful being. You take a deep breath. You feel so wonderful about you. So strong and wonderful. I am a power light, a power station. And now you just have installed all this energy within you. You still have taken aim on that power at the horizon. And you have it within you now. And you know you are on your way towards the light and healing. And you take another deep breath. And when you will now count to seven, on the count of seven, you open up your eyes. And you feel you have sent healing to you and to the world. And we are now putting back a healing to this big, wonderful planet Earth. One, two, three, four. You love it in your heart and you trust in your heart. One, two, three, four, five. And I'm saying you are of the light. And now number seven, you slowly, slowly open your eyes again. And feel this is such a beautiful world. And you say thanks to this moment. And you say thank you, Helena. And thank you, Stephen Halpern, for the beautiful music. Helena at www.speakingtoyourheart.com and Stephen Halpen, innerpeacemusic.com And my book is available and you have this stuff in there. You have a lot of this stuff in that book. Constant awakening. Give it to your friends if you have someone who is not feeling well. Forward this free session that we've had this past hour to someone you know would benefit benefit from it. Someone who needs help or guidance or healing or just in general feeling better about themselves. So have a wonderful and beautiful day. This is a world of wonder and you are the one who 
can make it a world of wonder because you are creating your world around you, turning it into a wondrous, wondrous world. Thank you all. This is Helena Margareta Steiner Hornstein speaking to you from Blog Talk Radio and our wondrous world. See you soon. Come back and see me again. Thank you all. Bye-bye.